How's it going, everybody? So, here to talk about Multiverse of Madness some more and MCU and all that kind of stuff. So, if you haven't seen the Multiverse of Madness yet, and you're not fully caught up with the MCU, maybe come back to this later. Spoiler warning. There you go. Alright. Everybody else, let's jump in. Um, so... I've watched a bunch of reviews. I'm actually near the end of watching a discussion that some of the YouTubers I watch do. And they're talking about Multiverse of Madness. And they bring up a lot of things. And I just wanted to share my thoughts. Um, And hopefully everyone that listens will understand where I'm coming from. And give me the chance to explain all that kind of stuff. Because I'm going to say some popular things. I'm going to say some unpopular things. I'm going to say some things that people like. I'm going to say some things that people don't like. Alright? Just giving that warning. Here's the thing. Let's start with America Chavez as a character. And how she was portrayed in this movie. There's a lot of people that feel like the fact that she's the first Latin American superhero that is being portrayed in the MCU, that being portrayed as a damsel in distress and all of that kind of stuff takes away from the importance of her character. Here's the thing. I have a few things to say about that. Number one, I disagree. I think she fit the role for what she was needed for in the movie. Number one, she's supposed to be what? 14 years old she's a kid she doesn't know how to use her powers like yes maybe perhaps in the 40 some minutes that they cut from the movie maybe there's a scene or two where we get to know her a little bit more and maybe they should have left those moments in the movie or reshot those dialogue scenes and in, in, in a different scenario or whatever you, you know what I mean like maybe there is more with her that we didn't get that they shot I don't know but for the movie that we actually got I feel like she fits the purpose and at the end of the movie it shows Doctor Strange helping her hone her skills which is perfect because she's a kid who doesn't know her powers look This is the way that I've always felt about art. Whether you're talking about the MCU, or Star Wars, or Star Trek, or Lord of the Rings, or Harry Potter, or whatever. Whatever franchise, whether it's big or small, or if it's just a standalone story. People need to understand the difference between a story that is trying to be provocative... And when I use the term provocative, I don't mean in your face necessarily as much as I mean not all stories choose to be in-depth about certain topics that come up. So in this case, if we're talking about a particular race, and as well if we're talking about asexuality, bisexual or gay or whatever... Some stories make a point that this is what the story is about. We are, we are here to 
say something. We're here to, to, to you know, to, to plant our flag and yada, 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 right? But not all stories are that. And it's like, when it comes to the MCU, if you ask me as the fan, of course, I would love more representation of all kinds in the MCU. I want more Oriental superheroes. I want more Hispanic heroes, more African-American super, you know, superheroes, you know? I want all of it, you know? But what I want more than anything is an enjoyable story. And you can interpret that however you want. But literally, I just want to enjoy myself. When I go into a superhero movie, the first thing on my mind is, am I going to be able to see myself in this movie? Or, you know, are we? is there going to be a gay kiss in this movie because I'm gay and I want to see two guys make out in the movie so that I can feel like I'm being paid attention to as, as a gay man? No, I don't care. It's like, I am here to go on the journey that the movie has me on. And in the case with America Chavez, this is the beginning of her journey. This is the beginning. This is the first time we've ever seen her. If we get six, seven, eight movies down the road with a cameo or more important roles, either one for her, if we are eight movies down the road and we are having the same issues that we have had with the character since the since her inception and in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, then I will give you, okay, yes, that's a problem. But she, like, she is the MacGuffin of the movie. And I actually think for her to be the MacGuffin of the story and her to be as developed as she was in the film speaks loads to it because any other studio that isn't as proficient in storytelling as Marvel has been with the last what 27 movies or what this is the 28th movie right and not every movie is is perfect you know I have my issues with Iron Man 2 I have my issues with the Incredible Hulk I have my issues with Captain Marvel I have my issues with Black Widow I have my issues with Dark World. But on the vast majority, that is like, what, five movies that I've mentioned out of 20-some? What about the other 20? They know what they're doing. And the thing that I'm really kind of upset about just in general with seeing the reception, and again, this isn't coming from a perspective of you have to like everything the MCU puts out. Of course not. If you put my list up against your list of rating all of the MCU movies, our lists are probably going to look different. That's 100% okay because we all have our different tastes and we all go into this thing wanting slightly different things. The only thing that is the same is we all want to go into each of these movies enjoying ourselves. That is the only thing we have in common. Right? But it's like... The other thing that bothers me is like everybody's like, well, I just don't get what Marvel's doing with all the shows and, and things like it's just not clear. It's not clear what they're doing. It's like And 
your point let me put it this way Star Wars I don't know what the fuck Lucasfilm is doing with Star Wars but I still watch Mandalorian and I still watch Book of Boba Fett I'm gonna watch Obi-Wan when it comes out I have no idea what they're doing with A Galaxy Far Far Away and continuing the story and all of that kind of stuff but I still watch it and it's the same with this it's like no you're right we as the audience we don't know what they're doing that's actually a cool thing for me because I don't if I can telegraph where we're going then that means it's too simple I don't want to know I don't want to be able to tell where we're going I want it to be a surprise you know um the the one thing I will give people when it comes to the criticism of this movie is there is a lot lost in between where we see Wanda at the end of WandaVision and where we see her in Multiverse of Madness. Because I'm full agreement there needed to be like a, a, a maybe a 10 minute sequence of something to be that middle thing in between the show and the movie. And we didn't get that. I will also say we also could have used like a maybe six or seven minute sequence prior to the Marvel logo, maybe introducing America as a character and seeing how her parents got sucked away. And that, like that being the intro for the movie I think would have been a lot more powerful you set up the character you do the intro and then it jumps right into where it does now where you know it's Defender Strange and her running and he's trying to help her and all that kind of stuff you know there are little things I will give people that like yes maybe this wasn't as tactfully handled as it could have but you know I was talking to my sibling-in-law the other day because they and my sister recently just got to go see the movies and so we were talking about it over over the last couple days and it's like yes could there have been more connective tissue between WandaVision and the movie sure but we saw her with the Darkhold at the end of the show We saw her projecting herself, like, fixing coffee and sitting on the porch drinking all the while looking through this dark, evil book. So, is it a big jump from reading the Darkhold to sending monsters after this girl who can teleport? Yeah, that's a a jump. But we knew she was delving into the Darkhold. So, for me... It's not that big of a jump. You know what I mean? And it's like, if those are the kinds of things that you're going to get hung up on, then maybe superhero movies are just, just shouldn't be your thing. And that's the nice way to put it. Because not everything is going to be a nice, clean bow. Right? Because look, I don't have a problem at all if there are people that don't like Raimi's style as a director. The second, I mean, the second the movie got over, I didn't say it out loud, but in my head, 
I said to myself, oh, I totally get why this movie is divisive now. Now I understand why all of the critics that I follow on Twitter have said the things that they've said about this movie. I get it now. Now that I've seen it, I get it. This movie is not going to be for everybody. But here's the bottom line that Marvel fans, specifically MCU fans, need to understand. Look, this is in keeping with what Marvel has done from the beginning. Okay? Winter Soldier is the spy thriller. Ant-Man is the heist film. Right? You know? Each of the movies have their own kind of sub-genre that they follow. This is a horror film. Specifically, like a, a 90s, early 2000s horror movie. That is the genre. It doesn't mean you have to like it, but it is fully in with what Marvel has done since its inception. The first Avenger is the war is the war movie, you know. So I think people need to be more understanding. And you know, look, going back to the whole representation thing. Look, we know that they are working up to young Avengers. I think from what I've seen a lot of people say Hulkling is the only one we haven't gotten yet I mean we've got Kid Loki we've which I don't know which which is there Kid Thor I guess we haven't gotten Kid Thor yet if there is Kid Thor but we've got Kid Loki we've got Wiccan and Speed we've got um America Chavez you know um and look we all know from the comics, just because I've read up, I haven't actually read them myself, which I want to, but we know Hulkling and Wiccan are together, you know, which, you know, hey, you know, Julian Hilliard, who plays Wiccan, is a little young. I don't know if you want to do something LGBT related with someone his age, but I guess if his parents are okay with it and... Marvel wants to do it, then why not? So I don't really know when you bring in that element to to that character. But we all know we're working towards that. That's my that's my main point is you know, we all know that's what we're working towards. And I don't think Marvel would introduce those characters if they weren't willing to do it at some point. Because at some point, Hemsworth isn't gonna want to do this forever. At some point, all of the adults that are in the movies, you know, even bit of the Cumberbatch, you know, they're going to want to step away for a bit, you know, they might come back and, and play a variant of themselves or come back for something fun later down the road, but I have to imagine they kind of want to weed themselves out and let the next generation take over. Let Anthony Mackie take it for a bit, you know, let Sebastian Stan take it for a bit, you know, they didn't really get to do a lot prior, even though they've been around for 10, 15 movies or whatever. You know, I mean, well, Sebastian has been around since the beginning, pretty much. So, but, but you know, let them take over the things for the while. Let, let, the, let the B-side characters become the A-side characters now, you know? 
but we have to work up to it, you know? And it's like, I think people are just impatient. I think people don't like not knowing what's going on. I think here's one of the things that worked so well about the that the movies up to Endgame. Here's some of the, here's one of the things that was a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. The good thing was we were not so far removed from this storyline being a thing in the comics. And you had a lot of comic book fans that knew exactly where things were headed because they're just that smart. That they kind of let the rest of us that aren't comic book nerds kind of in on where things were going. And even if this little thing here was different or, you know, they changed this little thing here for the movie, you know. It was vastly the same story. Thanos, snapping fingers, the whole deal, you know. Maybe this character wasn't there in the comics. Maybe this thing didn't quite happen that way. But it's the gist, right? I think the thing that bugs people is... Now that that's over... Nobody knows what's going on. You know? We have loose things that we know. Like Kang. And once Kang was introduced in Loki... We had a lot of people say, Ooh, this could be exciting. But even though this could be exciting we don't really know what's gonna happen and I think a lot of people just need to sit back and relax trust Kevin Feige there's been a few misses throughout the years but overall he's got a really good batting average with the MCU so let's just see what happens you know and with the stuff in this movie like whether you think Doctor Strange didn't have enough to do in his own movie, whether you don't think that they did Wanda well or not, whether you didn't you didn't like the Raimi of it all, maybe you felt like they did America Chavez dirty, whatever it is, chill. Just mock this up to being another movie that maybe you didn't enjoy, or if you like me, it's like in my top top favorites. Like, and I'm not even saying that, like, facetiously or not. Like, this is, like, one of my favorite things. Like, this was, this movie was so me. It was so me. It was so up my alley. I think for me it goes No Way Home at number one. And then Shang-Chi, maybe. And then Doctor Strange. But uh, I love this movie. But again, as I've said a hundred times in this podcast alone, I totally get why it doesn't work for everybody. I do. And even I, as much as I love it, I see the issues with the movie. I do. It's not that I don't see them. I just don't think that they're enough to ruin the movie for me. I still give it an 8 out of 10, and I will hold fast on that 8 out of 10. Um, but... Um, yeah I just I really I really 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 enjoyed the movie so look just be patient just be patient you know we've got She-Hulk coming we've got Miss Marvel coming we've got another season of What If coming we've got Thor 
coming. Love and Thunder in a few months. We've got a lot of great stuff. We've got the Gardens of the Galaxy holiday special coming at the end of the year, which will be fun. We've got some fun stuff coming. So let's just hold on to our butts. Let's not lose grip of reality. Let's just, just have fun. Just chill. It's just a movie. It's superheroes. All right? Don't take it too seriously. Don't take it too seriously. Just relax. That's all I have. Re- re- that's all I really have to say. Thanks for listening. See you in the next podcast.